to the Matt and Mark podcast. Uh, I'm Matt. That's Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Matt. Wow. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did it. Hey, um, hell. Oh, before we get into the topic, I wanted to. I mean, that's pretty much what we do. We banter before we get there, but yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing new. Right. Yeah. Um. I uh. I finally. I did watch Coco. Finally. Yes. Because I remember two episodes we went over the Pixar movies, and uh, that was your number one, I think. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. So, and then Cade told me he was going to beat me up if I didn't watch it this weekend, so I did. And oh my gosh, it's so good! And the ending made me cry. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. After seven times of watching it, I cried in front of my sixth graders oh. watching the ending. <laughs> like they they barely knew. I was like, oh, I'm oh. crying right now. Yeah, I I was not hiding my tears at all. It was so, oh my gosh, it was so emotional. Oh, they always <laughs> flood right out. Oh, the like, I, it was uh, when he was singing to like the the grandma. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what does it for everyone. <laughs> oh, and like that that song, "Remember Me," and you know, every time it comes back, it just hits me in the feels in a different way. And oh my gosh, I love that song. Oh, <laughs> so good. What? Didn't you do a cover of that on your Facebook? Yeah, I did. Okay, that's yeah, that's where I've heard it before. Then yeah, when I was like leaving Duluth, <laughs> so big real time, big emotions. Oh, it's such a good song. But I mean, I mostly like it because it fits my voice. But also, it's a really sweet song that he sings for his daughter. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it's cool, nice. Well, when one dude sings it it fits, fits my voice because i don't have the miguel voice oh yeah yeah i like i i like the other dude version better anyway wait ernesto not ernesto the the guy who what's his like name hector 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 yeah yes. hector i love hector yes i know he's <laughs> all the way from the beginning and then plot twist galore that we want yeah like he's the guy. He's like. There was some interesting undertones with how they introduced him. I, I will say that, but <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. So it um, so that was like, oh, it's gonna be like that. But then it it took like many different turns, and they kind of like moved away from that dynamic, which I I thought was okay. But no, it was still actually no. I take it back. They still kind of kept the dynamic of that, and then it you kind of. You know, it's like real life. Like people are, you know, trying to get over that um, that gate, and like they have their legitimate reasons why they need to. And I thought that was beautiful that he got his uh, his wish. It's absolutely, oh gosh, yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Everything, and I watched like a sideways video. You know that YouTube channel I keep talking about, where he analyzes music, mm-hmm. and he did like a ten minute video about how it's connected to like music therapy and how it's like oh. real life situations, what Coco is going through. And it's like, Oh my God. Wow. Really good that. video. Oh man. It's so good. Like, I don't remember what it's called, but it was all about like music therapy and like dementia and music. Real good video. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I plan on, I plan on introducing sideways to my uh, students at some point. I think, 
maybe after break we'll we'll do a couple of those here and there oh such good music i i mean such good videos <laughs> recent one i've actually been like watching it at lunch because you know right now my school's virtual so there's not many other teachers in the building and no one's eating in the lounge so i just take my lunch back to my room and i watch a sideways video usually <laughs> perfect yeah Oh yeah, totally related. Because the last one I watched was the hidden message between behind Ray's theme from Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really good. Basically, mm -hmm. John Williams made it so that it could fit in with a lot of different things, like with the Force theme or with Yoda's theme, or even like the Darth Vader theme. Just he made a very versatile melody so it could like fit in with any of these other themes because Disney didn't really know where they were going with the movies. So uh, the force awakens, they just didn't know where they were going to go. They were going to react based off the public, or at least that's what sideways is saying. And I'm sure star Wars fanatics everywhere knew that too, but basically they don't know how they're going to end the franchise. And they're basically just making it to please the Disney audiences, hmm. Disney and everything has to be perfect. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a very short description of what the video was. <laughs> well, I mean, that's usually what they are. <laughs> a little summary. We like that. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm in such a Zen mood. I was just watching that. Um, I was listening to my uh, a Christmas album that's like from the band Brad Eyes, and they're like, you know, very like that's where you the music that you listen to when you're like bummed out. So like, it's a very like sad Christmas album, but it's really pretty at the same time. And then I had the video that I had on last night, actually with the, uh, like you're driving through a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> I, might have I, don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why, but that's so calming to me, like driving through a blizzard and through the countryside. Uh, like, but as long as you're not actually driving through it, then yeah. yeah. If it's on a TV screen, then yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. Like it, it's, I don't know, oddly calming because kind of nostalgic, honestly. <laughs> it is. You don't get that kind of driving in the city. No. It's like, oh, yeah. there's street lights here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get to do that when we go home for Christmas, so, so that'll be good. Yes, absolutely. I was listening to, instead of like, oh, I'm in a bad, I'm in kind of a bad mood music. Is that what you're saying about Bright Eyes? Yeah, they're like sad. Kind of like, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to something that's just always like upbeat mood. I listened to Lawrence oh, and they have a cover of This Christmas and it was real good. I was like, whoa. Ooh. And I didn't realize it's used. Lawrence did some of the music for Noel or all of it. I don't know. Noel on Disney Plus with like Anna, the Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader movie about Santa. And hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's real good. I haven't, no. Okay. But yeah, I listened to a cover of This Christmas by Lawrence. Hmm. And it slapped, as Lawrence <laughs> always does. Shout out to Lawrence. Come on yeah. our podcast. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> we have Lawrence on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, but I also noticed that Lawrence has like this new release of the Christmas song. Ooh. Okay. I don't think I loved it as much as I usually love Lawrence, but. Hmm. Still good, because you know, mixing Lawrence and cr the the Christmas song, it's like, hmm, that's an interesting combination. 
That's a lot of hype for that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow, we kind of well, jumped into the subject already. Yeah, we're so, killing it. Um, since we're on our topic, about Mark? It, <laughs> we're just talking about Christmas. Merry Christmas. You hey, might, Merry Christmas. You might be listening to this on Christmas. No, you're not. You're spending yeah. time with your family. You better be spending time with your family. Yeah. <laughs> not to the Matt and Mark podcast. <laughs> Families across the nation will start a new tradition. Okay, after dinner, we listen to the Matt and Mark podcast. <laughs> Pour a glass of mold wine and the Matt and Mark podcast. There we go. Man, I got to slow down on my eggnog. I'm like already almost done with it. I know, I'm almost done with my mold wine. Mm. I want to make some mold wine now. Mm. It's so good. Good lord, it's so good. Even though I didn't reheat it, I just drank it cold because I figured it out kind of how to store it. I just because you make it like in a saucepan type thing, then you're supposed to pour it into a bowl to be shared with everyone. But I don't have anyone to share it with right now. So I just drank like two big mugs of it last night, which was probably a bit too much. But I had a little bit left over. And like we were up until one o'clock last night. Shout out to Zach and Kevin. Mostly Zach. Yeah. Because he was yeah. like, oh, Kevin. That was a really good night, I have to say. Like, I'm I know. I, and I realized this morning that we were on that call for like five hours. Yeah. Because we started at 7.30. Yeah. And I remember still being up talking about our Spotify wrapped at 12.30. <laughs> if you haven't caught on, listeners, we're talking about Zach and Kevin. We had a video call with them last night. And Zach stayed up much later, and we played Rocket League. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, good time. Yeah, five hours. That's Because usually we cut it off after like two hours, three. But we started early, and we went late. Yeah, we kind of moved from a platform to another platform, and that kind of brought new life to the situation, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because we were hyped because we made, like, a new, uh, not a new server in Discord, but, like, new, like, text and chat channels, and um, it was it was great. So, yeah. I know, and I didn't know Discord could do all that stuff. Like, you could There's so much Discord to chatting. It's like, shout out to Discord and Daft Punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the groove bot. That's my favorite part of Discord. It's so cool. We have background music mm-hmm. while we're talking. Yeah. Except when you first turn it on, like we were still in the middle of a game, so all I could hear was the music. <laughs> and after the game, I had to adjust my volume to like put it down to like fifty percent because I was at a hundred percent. And you guys were faintly in the background. I could barely hear you in the back. Good, good. And I was just I was just playing the game. All we were saying was like, "Hey, we should tell Mark how to like turn it down." Yeah, I heard that one. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So Christmas episode. Um. Where do you want to start? Oh gosh. Well, what have we already been talking about? Um. Should we I just guess... continue from where we were? We've been talking about Christmas drinks and Christmas music a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, we started off talking about Christmas music, so, and that's like a huge part of Christmas for me, and well, both of us, for everybody, I think, yeah. It is a really big part for everyone, because people start listening to it, like, super early. (laughs) I.e. And sometimes even in June. 
Yeah. Yeah, you do. Favorite Christmas song? Go. Oh, oh man. Probably, actually, probably the Christmas song or White Christmas. Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, which version of White Christmas? <laughs> um, um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have a favorite that I can think of. I just remember doing an arrangement with my eighth grade choir a couple of years ago, and that was the prettiest thing I'd ever heard. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I like the Drifters version. <laughs> the drifters version. I, I can't argue with you there. Um, I mean, it's my, just classic too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, for the uh, Christmas song, I think my my favorite one is honestly the uh, uh, pentatonics version. Like that's the most tasteful arrangement I think they've ever done of the Christmas song. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if I've heard. It sounded like the very first EP, which was also a Christmas EP, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is where they make most of their money. (laughs) You want to know which which arrangement of the Christmas song I listened to today twice? Can I guess? Yeah, you can if you want to, or I can just say it. Was it the Jacob Collier version? Yes, it was. Yeah. I'm actually going to show it to my sixth graders tomorrow because I'm doing this activity with them where we just listen to two versions of the same song and I'm going to see like what differences they can pick out. Hmm. I did that with All Star this week, actually. All Star. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Mash Mouth version, version and then like the one of the Kurt- versions. Well, I think every version is a meme version, but... um. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so the um the original and then the Kurt Hugo Schneider version, which is like a love ballad version, which is <laughs> so beautiful. I actually love that one. And then there's like a minor version where it's like just a bunch of a group of college kids who are like making fun in minor. Oh wow! All and, and yeah, yeah, it's good. I'll send it to you. And then um, and then there was a metal version, which not. <laughs> A select few loved it. Everybody else hated it. <laughs> but, a metal version of All Star. Yeah, it's like, like, um, like Guns N' Roses kind of metal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like with the, the well, very high vocals and the that kind of arrangement. It's it's really well done. They just didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we listened to the postmodern jukebox version because why not? Ooh, yes, postmodern jukebox. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember when we saw him live? God, that was incredible. I want live music again at the North Shore mm-hmm. Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it just us and Kevin? Or is yeah. There? Oh, really? Just I think, three of us. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Eric Hagman was sitting behind us, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's, I feel like he was with someone else we knew. I feel like Andrea was there. I just, I feel like she was there. I don't know why. I feel like she was there. Andrea, were you there? <laughs> Fuck yes. back, she's sitting right next to me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Shout out Andrea, though. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why um, not? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on the topic of music, um, yeah. what, <laughs> what, um, I guess, what, what's the, like, a really memorable um, holiday or Christmas performance for you? Ooh, that I performed or watched? Um, ooh, uh, so let's do both. Um, pick one. <laughs> do the what you performed first. Okay, 
performing, probably, I'm, I think I'm going to say Master Singers. Which one, though? Because we did a lot of Master Singers performances. Oh, I'd say the Master Singers Lessons and Carols concert, like in the Eau Claire. Oh, no, why can't I name off the church? It was our main church that we like always rehearse in, though. Hmm. But I'm saying that one because that's like one of my first performances in a professional choir. And the music was just absolutely gorgeous. It's so good, like singing with 40 other professionals up on stage. And it was like our home concert. That's our big one because we have a whole series where we go to Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls. And then like us, we went to this smaller party type thing in Eau Claire too but the one at the church is our big one that was like almost sold out oh but yeah singing with a professional choir plus that was one of my last um performances that I sang in before COVID hit so that's why that one holds a special spot in my heart too and we always close it off with like Silent Night where we kind of surround the audience and we're like within the pews and we're singing it so hmm. yeah it's it's a, it's a very special concert we do like three different sets of music and it's wow. all just us yeah it's it's a long concert but <laughs> well not that long it's just us hmm. the whole time so it's like just an hour of us with a couple little performances in between like the oh they had an oboe solo while we were like oh wow we just sang five songs we're about to sing five more hmm. And there's like a lot of original music too. Like we always have like this in-house composer type or no, like composer in residence. Like they basically commission songs for us. Like, oh, cool. And it, yeah, it's, it's always really beautiful music. So I'm going to say that one for now. Even okay. though I didn't think of a lot of others, but mm. that was a good one. <laughs> mm. And then, yeah, should I keep going with my one that I've watched sure if you have one i honestly don't remember if i have one well, <laughs> i'm gonna say another one that i Ooh. i'm gonna pick two <laughs> and <laughs> i wasn't just watching it like i did conduct we're gonna start with when i finished my elementary student teaching and like i was done i didn't have to stick around for the program but like i was a student teacher and it's like well i want to like be at the concert and like see what that's like so when i was at great lakes elementary in superior i helped conduct the concert and like figure out all the logistics and like rounding up kindergartners and second graders and they're all so cute like one time we were like trying to figure out the lineups and the kindergartners were walking by. It's like, okay, keep going. And then mm-hmm. one little girl like came up and hugged me out of nowhere. And then there were 10 other kids that were like, Mr. Nipples, give me hugs. And they just all ran up and hugged me. It was like, oh, you guys are precious. And they also did this one song called Song of Peace. And it's exactly what it sounds like. But they also sing sing it with sign language too. Like kindergarten, oh. kindergarten second grade, and fourth grade all sang it together. And they all did the sign language. And so as the conductors, we were like sitting on chairs up front and like doing the sign language. Oh, I think I might remember some of it, but, and it's just a really sweet song. But then my other one that I'm going to pick 
is my first concert with Lake Superior Youth Chorus. Mostly because of that, because it was my first concert, like probably one of my first concerts I ever conducted besides, I'm not counting like in college. (laughs) (laughs) We took conducting classes. I'm not counting those ones. But this was like my first one out of college with a teaching internship. Mm-hmm. I got to conduct Oslo Shah, which almost everyone in the world knows. <laughs> oh, but it was so good. And it was just LISYC, which was a very special group to me. Did you expect me to pick just choral concerts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever seen you in a band concert. This is ever actually but so i'm not surprised (laughs) i did go to one of the umd ones for wind ensemble it was pretty good actually it's like oh this is good yeah they're a good group yeah Mm. just haven't been like super into band yeah i'm a choral person and we hate you (laughs) back at you Oh. Mark Bad Blood Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the metal music. <laughs> um, I, you know, now that you're mentioning it, I have a couple more that I thought of, but the I one that really... thought of one more too. But you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the greatest one, greatest concert I've ever watched. Period. Hmm. But yeah, you go first. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. I'll just name them kind of quick. The uh, of the performing ones that I did. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the You Singers concert, one of the last ones I ever did, um, we sang uh, Omanu Mysterium. And like oh. to this day, that's probably still my favorite performance I've ever done in a choir. Oh. It was such an out-of-body experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, you were there. That was so good. Yeah, I think I was one of the reasons that he did it because... When Dr. Robin, shout out to him, first came. That was his um, first concert with us too, wasn't it? Yeah, because he first came to UMD and asked us all to name, like introductions were like, say your name and your major and your favorite choral piece. And I said, Oh Man, You Mysterium was mine because it was at the time. It's still way up there. Mm-hmm. But like I said that one, he's like, oh, that's so great. And I'm like, yeah, I've never performed it. He's like, you haven't performed that? <laughs> and he asked the rest of the group, like, so who's performed that? And it was like less than half of us. And he's like, oh, when you're in choir, you have to perform that song. And yeah. I kind of feel like I was, I stoked the fire to like start singing that song. I was like, yes, oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Let's all take a second to appreciate me. <laughs> oh hell <laughs> uh, that's a oh. new girl quote by the way like i think schmidt said it like let's all just take a second to appreciate me <laughs> that does ring a bell sounds like something schmidt I know. Say, oh it definitely sounds very schmitty <laughs> oh the i guess i mean the concert band performances were always kind of a, a fun vibe when we had dr eaton um oh yeah dan eaton he like the one year we we set it up set up Weber Hall and um, we literally like put crock pots with like bread in there to make it smell good. <laughs> so that atmosphere, the way we did it, was so cool. Then we had like the fire in the background and like a, a video of a crackling fire, not an actual fire, but um, yeah. And then in high school, every year on on Thanksgiving weekend, there on Black Friday, they had the they have the holiday stroll, which is 
um, when the whole town comes out and there's like um, live penguins and there's food vendors and there's Santa and then they do the big lighting ceremony where they light up the whole downtown and it's really pretty. Did you the start dead. that with live penguins? I did start that with live penguins, yeah. <laughs> you went down to the South Pole and brought some penguins up? Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. very cool. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, th- there's that. And there's a bunch of, like, all the local businesses, like, they people, they're popping, and they have stuff, and it's really cool. And uh, a good time to, like, re- reunite with your, like, friends, too. Um, the, the jazz band always performs in one of the churches downtown, and there's always free food there, too. And so whenever I got to perform there, that was always a treat. And then we would do the parade, and we'd be we'd be playing the tunes on a float. And then um, one year it was very it was like freezing rain happened, and like the the trailer had been like outside, so we were like on we were on the trailer on our chairs, like literally sliding around, and it was really <laughs> terrifying. Oh, no. oh, <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> and then a flute just flew over the edge. Yeah, and BD. Oh, no. <laughs> oh we gotta keep going yeah leave that her was, that was an iconic time <laughs> um so yeah that, that those are my performances that i remember the most um how about I, what you watched i'm trying to think of one i really don't really go to many which is weird because I mean, as a musician, you know, like we're very busy that month. So it's not like, Oh yeah. You have all the time on the world to go see them. But I guess, um, when I was in like second grade, I got to see the nutcracker at the Guthrie. That was pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Guthrie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love the Guthrie. Shout out to the Guthrie. Is that the building mm-hmm. where you go up to the top and there's that yellow window, right? Yeah. Yeah. The cold yeah. playroom. Gold metal more park. Okay. Yeah. The cold playroom. <laughs> the cold room. I remember that carpool karaoke where he was with Chris Martin. James Gordon was with Chris Martin. Mm-hmm. He was saying that he hopes that the word cold becomes associated with them. Like share is associated with just share. He's like, I'm hoping that like when people say cold, they think of us. And <laughs> James Gordon's like, when people say the word cold, I don't think you're ever going to be associated with the word cold. That's <laughs> so many other meanings. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wait, how do we? Oh, we got to Coldplay because we were talking about the Guthrie. Oh, yeah, the Nutcracker. Haven't seen it yet, I don't think. Mm, it's a good time. Oh, I know. Oh. It's so classic Christmas. For real. What was your favorite performance, Mark? Okay, you were also at this one, and so was Ted. Oh my gosh! I yeah, forget. concert probably of all time. I'm even comparing this to AJR and Billy Joel and any famous any concert at Country Jam. <laughs> oh my gosh, Country Jam! No, we saw Supergroup Chanticleer. Yeah, yeah, they're like a tenor bass chorus that's pretty darn famous in the choral world and they They're came darn good too right on into umd and that concert blew me away even from the beginning i remember the first song they sang i think they were holding candles and like processing in and they were singing of the father's love begotten 
like and the whole thing's just unison but you can already tell like <gasps> this is gonna be a real good concert oh my gosh and then they sorry i'm freaking out because you I reminded don't... me of a concert that i saw but keep talking oh my gosh <laughs> we should just make this whole podcast christmas concerts we've seen i think that's a good we idea totally could have done that <laughs> but yeah <laughs> oh like right from that and then they start like going into their harmonies and there's like really good basses and baritones and tenors and counter tenors those counter tenors just blow you out oh. away like they are louder than most they can sing higher than most sopranos it's like ah! mm-hmm. but the thing that absolutely killed me during that concert i think it might have been their second set or maybe their third set but my favorite song choral song of all time is ave maria arranged by franz Beeble. and so i was super excited to watch it live but then they did it a little bit they did it faster than they do on their album which is the recording i always listen to and so i didn't love it i mean it wasn't bad but i was like okay that was kind of fast oh well their other music's great but then right after that they did bogoro dice dievo by rachmaninoff and yeah big old song and when they got to the climactic part the entire auditorium just like was silently sobbing <laughs> was, mm. because yeah during the beginning of the song there's only tw- 12 to 16 singers i don't remember the exact number but it's a small space and they start off the song at real soft oh no i don't know the song that well but they start off real song soft and then oh, they start off with a real song soft okay and then they just build up to this middle section where like the basses and the countertenors i think are just like sustaining notes like and then the altos and tenors have this moving line it's not exactly what it sounds like but i'm pretty close Mm-hmm. keep on crescendoing and crescendoing and then they get to the huge note that everyone just wails on and it felt like there were a thousand singers in that auditorium especially thanks to those counter tenors and then there's just like a short bit of silence and that's when everyone in the auditorium just died for a couple seconds then they were like oh wait we're not actually dreaming because that's what it felt like it felt like a dream oh it was so good you had to be there Anyone who's there knows what we're talking about. Do you remember that song? Yes, I remember it very well. Yeah. That was a okay. wild experience. <laughs> Ooh, but I mean, that's probably one of the greatest experiences I've ever had at a concert. Mm-hmm. Was listening to that. I, I really wanted to mention that one, but I was like, I wasn't sure if that was around Christmas time or not, so I didn't want to bring it up. But I'm glad you did because I December eighth. I remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, the one that I just remembered that was like the it made my whole life honestly um and well i'll probably come back to this trip a lot but a couple years ago i went to uh spend christmas in london and um we and i dr robbins actually told me like when you go there you have to go see um a christmas service at saint paul's cathedral and i'm like oh yeah okay i will so we went to the uh a christmas one of the christmas eve ones and um we lined up outside and then like 
because it's kind of just like first come first serve and so we got in there and we were like fourth row from the front and it was incredible mm-hmm. and like it's really it's that service is really all about singing so like it was a ton of choral music and like the uh the way they opened it was a lot like how Chanticleer opened it and that's what reminded me of it they oh yeah it was like um you know they have the boys choir in there and they they walked in and they sang Gaudete and it it was like oh it was so beautiful because like the cathedral is like huge and beautiful and the way they they cast their voices and made a different dynamic range with every stanza and oh my gosh it was such like it was almost like everything was in stereo and i know they were walking so it was literally like moving coming and going but it was so it was so gorgeous and the whole service was beautiful so i think that might be one of the most memorable things of one of one of the most memorable performances of my whole life <laughs> oh my gosh yes oh it was so good and that trip was so much fun too like um london really loves to celebrate christmas <laughs> oh yeah i yeah i could see that mm-hmm. yeah mm. all right now that everyone's sufficiently sad about not being able to experience all this live music that we just described <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I know. I feel like we could just talk about this the entire time because, oh, there's so much. Christmas music is so good. I agree. We're all really missing it. I didn't even name off my favorite Christmas song when I asked you. Oh, you didn't? But to be I, fair, I also forgot what yours was. What was it? <laughs> um, well, mine are the Christmas song and Winter oh, yeah. White Christmas. Yeah. What were yours? It's, my favorite one is actually Home for the Holidays. I oh yeah like that song um that rascal flats one what no never mind <laughs> i mean maybe they did a cover of it but my favorite version is the carpenters i mean the oh. carpenters have great christmas music too merry christmas yeah. darling their cover of that sleigh ride's pretty good but yeah carpenters home for the holidays perry como does it good too but i don't know i just like that song and this week my choir is doing it for their recorded concert i just found like a version in the choir library and it was like three part which is kind of what my choir needs right now because we only have 12 people but i was like ooh, three parts and i didn't even pick it because it was my favorite song i was like this is what my choir needs and now we're working on it it's this kind of cool vocal jazzy type version actually i also picked it because one of my students actually said she wanted to do jazz and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me see Perfect. the library. And I just found it. And then I could not find any recording of it anywhere at all. Like, usually with choral music, when I pick it out, I can find a recording of it on YouTube of that arrangement. Like, you just type in the arranger, arranger, and need occur. But she didn't have her arrangement up. And I'm like, okay. So all of us just learn this from scratch because usually I'll listen to the song and then, like, for the kids to practice like yeah he's a good recording of it but there's no recording out there so we all kind of learned it from scratch and it sounded pretty good but yeah i just love that song oh there's no place like home for the holidays because i think it really embodies like what christmas is all about like going home for a little bit and just having a good time <laughs> headed home to pennsylvania for some homemade pumpkin pie Mm. Mm. I used to go out to Pennsylvania for Christmas because my sister lived out there for a while. It's funny that you mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, it's just in a song. (laughs) 
Oh. I met a man who lived in Tennessee, and he was headed for Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie. Yeah, I'm getting horribly nostalgic for my uh for for uh being home for Christmas now. <laughs> I know. I don't even know when I'm gonna get home. Like, because I may or may not be taking the kids out to go caroling. They really want me to, but mm. I'm not sure how safe that is. No, because even if we do gather outside, even if we do get a crowd, it's like, well, I don't want to encourage a crowd <laughs> right now. Right. So, yeah. We'll Plus, I haven't worked on any like Christmas carols, so we'd have to do that all this week, and then because Christmas. Yeah. Today's December thirteenth. Christmas is only twelve days away or so. Like or it's so. getting close. Yeah. Well, yeah, twelve days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. 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 Hey, Matt. Who am I? Um. Um. <laughs> Me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh. Gosh. <laughs> Record so, a podcast um, much? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. So the uh one that keeps coming to like let's get into some of our traditions. Um Oh yeah. This year we're uh, we're going to do something a little different. We're kind of doing a, like a drive-by Christmas where my sister and her her clan are going to come to Red Wing and we're going to just like drive by, say hi, maybe exchange gifts or something. And um that'll be that, but um I might I might spend time with uh, some other family, but we'll see. But um, my one big tradition that is kind of very specific to my mom and I is um, on Christmas Eve we uh, we'll go to the the Christmas Eve service at the Episcopal Church that we go to in Red Wing, mm-hmm. and um, it's usually like kind of candle lit and it's very pretty and um, got it's got a good vibe. And I I sometimes I join the choir for that too, mm. um, and uh, but. Other than that, we every year our, our Christmas movie that we watch is actually Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so British of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually love that movie. <laughs> Me too. It's like it's not the most family friendly at times, but it's just no. so like it's so well done and hilarious too. Um, and the ending makes my mom cry every time when they're mm-hmm. in the in London Heathrow airport. Like that reminds her of when her parents used to come pick us up from the airport um, right. when we went to London. So she gets nostalgic with that. And it's a beautiful moment. So mm-hmm. the whole movie is great, especially Colin when he goes to America. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's story. <laughs> He's my favorite. Oh, but I don't like that one of the guys that doesn't really win in love is named Mark. It's like, oh man, it's a little too real right now. <laughs> poor, poor Mark. Except I've never done that with the cue cards. <laughs> you should. Maybe, Maybe I'll have to try doing. it someday. Okay, I'll I'll do it. Okay. This Christmas new Christmas tradition. <laughs> I'll have to do it to new girl every year. Oh man, that would be terrible. <laughs> like someone who ch- one of my friends that just got par- married in the past summer. Like I just admit my love for them. <laughs> like a few months after the wedding. Just for fun, not even like you don't even really mean it. You not even real. Tell them it's carol singers. (laughs) (laughs) Which you could could pull that off, honestly. You could just sing. (laughs) Yeah, I could sing myself, 
and then she's not really lying. Like, I'll just start singing Silent Night with the cards. Holy night. <laughs> what a fun oh. Christmas tradition. Yeah. You know, but we, the other day I did really watch. We've really turned around on that. That's great. It, can, it went from miserable to, wow, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kind of like the Christmas special I just watched, the Always Sunny one. I watch that every year. Always, oh sun- It's a very sunny Christmas. Because it's kind of sad that their tradition, Charlie and Max tradition, is just going out and throwing rocks at trains. But then at the very end, it's kind of like, you know what? That's kind of wholesome. Like these two kids with crappy lives, just they hang out and have a good time just throwing rocks at trains. And it's like, that sounds like a great Christmas tradition. Like I want to yeah. throw rocks at trains. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to admit our love to married women and then throw rocks at trains. There we go. It's going to be the best Christmas ever. (laughs) Plus, you could do both those things, like social distance. It's true. If she comes to the door, I'll just like back up a little bit and and use big text on the cue cards. Yeah. And then, I mean, throwing rocks at trains, you're just throwing rocks at trains. I don't don't even know how else to explain it. Like... Yes, it is exactly what it sounds like. You just pick up some rocks and go find some moving trains and start throwing. It's going to make you feel a whole lot better. So, <laughs> okay, but Christmas traditions. Yeah, what is your uh, what is the tradition that you have, Mark? You know, when I was a kid, my mom would always make what are called spritz cookies. I don't know if they're like an actual cookie, but... Like, you, I think they're just sugar cookies, and you, like, tamp down on them with a fork, so it has kind of a textured top to it, and we just sprinkle, like, red and green sprinkles on it. Oh, yeah, those are and, a really common cookie. Now that I'm okay, at that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, but that's one of the big things that's just always happened, and oh, what are some traditions? usually we just start off the morning opening presents in the house, like, Sometimes before church. Yeah, I think usually before church. And then we just, the four of us that live there, and then we usually go over to either grandma's house or Aunt Kathy's house or whoever's having the celebration. Mm. And when I was a kid, like, all we did was, like, play with our new toys all the time. Mm. And, like, as a younger kid, it was always video games because me and my brother would always ask for video games. So we'd, like, open the presents and then, like, go to Grandma's house. And then that night, just, like, continue playing with her presents. That's just always the tradition. Which, for me and Paul, was usually just video games. Um, oh, but one of my favorite times was when we were at Aunt Kathy's house for Christmas. And, like, all of the cousins were there. We got this game called Quelf that I may have talked about. But it's just this board game that they bought for, like, all of the cousins. Because we were all probably around high school, middle school age. But it was like a super fun game, I thought. And it's like one of my fondest Christmas memories is playing that game. Because it just tells you to do like ridiculous things on the card. Like sometimes (laughs) you have to like read the card and the card says, do not read this aloud. And you just have to follow the instructions on the card. And sometimes whoever got that card would just stand up and walk away from the game. And then they have to, like, wet their face 
and come back in and start screaming or something and just never explain it. Then they just put the card back and they don't even explain like what the card said. They just like walk away. Do you know this game at all? I feel like I've heard the name before. I'm not really yeah. sure. And uh, I kept on I played it before or heard about it, but I don't know. It was probably me explaining it. <laughs> but it's it's just a really funny game and I kept on calling it Queef on purpose <laughs> with your family that was probably the best part no just with my cousins we, we like went down into the basement while the adults were upstairs talking about the farm probably <laughs> oh it's a good time plus my aunt in she lives in rochester near oakview lane if that rings a bell but yeah it's yes so they have this really really good sledding hill like it's real good. It's real good. Yeah, it's it's real steep, and I always thought it was the funniest thing to like wipe out on the sled, <laughs> and just like start rolling down the hill. Yeah, it's like wow, this kid's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, and I remember Nick once got Flarp. That was a good Christmas. He he got this thing called Flarp that was like kind of like silly putty, and if you put your fingers in it the right way and squeezed it, it would, like, make a farting sound. <laughs> you know, because farts are always funny. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh. All right. So, yeah, farts. No, it, it just feels... I guess it just feels so traditional that it just feels natural to me. Like, we just open presents in the morning, go to church. I usually sing in the choir on Christmas Eve and on Christmas. Like, I've started to go alone every because I'm the one who sings in the choir. So I go to both of them, but dad usually goes on Christmas morning. Okay. With me. So, yeah. Yeah. We've never gone on Christmas day, but we always go Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. That's when most people go. Since I go to both, like you see the church is absolutely packed on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas day, it's like at half capacity, (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. even less than that. It's like, Oh wow. Even the choir loft too. Cause the choir loft in Chatfield, they have like 20 people on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, there's like seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, Yeah. Good times. Oh, I love Christmas. Me too. Um, You kind of mentioned gifts in there. Do you want to talk about your, or was that your, do you want to talk about your favorite gift? Oh, gosh. Um, If you have yours picked out, you go. I, totally I actually, actually don't think I have it picked out. Yeah, you start talking. <laughs> um, well, it's one of uh, two I just thought of, actually. They were kind of like the two bigger presents I got as a child. Um, the first, the one of them was a drum set that I did not see coming <laughs> at all. And, Wait, how um, old were you? I was in fourth grade. <laughs> so not a great combination. But <laughs> I know. Like, what should we give our four... What should we give our fourth grade son? Like, ooh, how about a drum set? That'll be nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah. I still have it. It's coming, oh, yeah. It's really coming handy. Uh-huh. Um, um, the other one was uh, the one that changed my life was the the PS2. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, I still I also still have that, and it still works. Mine has outlived just about everybody's, and I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, wow, your PS2 is still going. Yeah, it's funny, like, the PS2, it won't play PS2 games, but it'll play PS1 games. <laughs> <laughs> Just PS1 games. Yeah. That's so good. Hilarious, but I'll take it. 
that is quite a life-altering thing, like in the PS2, because that came out when we were pretty young, and yeah, like I didn't even have a PS2, but I have fond memories of playing the PS2, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with my yeah. cousin. <laughs> yeah, I had the PS1 before that, and like it was it was something cool to do, but then the PS2 kind of made me feel like like I think at that point I got my own little TV with it too, so I could like play it in my room, and that that was kind of a turning point for my life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, such good memories. Huh. Um, you know that might have to be one of my top presents ever. Was I think I was like four or five years old when I first got my PlayStation, and mm. I bet you, I probably told you, and I bet you could guess what my first ever game was on PlayStation One. Spiral. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. I still remember opening the box. And seeing like the cover of Spyro with like a big old purple dragon, but also not big. But that was my first ever video game. I mean, that's pretty young, like four or five years old. Oh, but yeah, I can still see like the cover the cover of Spyro like in the box as I was opening it. So mm. it's a pretty big mm. one. I also got a, a remote control car when I was four or five. And that was in San Diego, California. And I think that's the only Christmas that I haven't been in Chaffield. Because when we were younger, we have family in San Diego. So I know we spent at least one Christmas there. And I got a remote control car, which is just absolutely dope. Oh, gosh, remote control cars are so cool. I want one now. So hint, hint, everyone who's listening. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we need to get you a remote control car and uh, a bunch of mugs <laughs> yes i need mugs too and mm-hmm. a lot of kitchen stuff because oh who was i talking to i was talking to someone and just kept on mentioning that i don't oh yeah i was talking to one of my coworkers about how i made my own homemade eggnog and like i was talking about christmas drinks and stuff and I mentioned how I didn't have a mixer so to like fluff the egg whites, you know, like one of those automatic whisker mixers. Mm-hmm. And then most of the videos I watched. So this is for making eggnog. You're supposed to like mix the egg whites in a mixer. But if you don't have one, like use a whisk. And I mentioned that I don't have a whisk either. And then we were talking about like probably the mold wine that I made. Am I mm-hmm. saying it right now? Does it sound like mold wine? Yeah. Okay, I, I really I, I have to think about it, it. <laughs> because not until last night I didn't realize that I was saying mold wine. <laughs> like I had no idea. It's one of those weird things. Yeah, but I don't know. Speech is a weird thing. Yeah. So I mentioned that I didn't have a ladle or like a punch bowl or a pitcher to put it in, <laughs> and she was like, "We need to get you some stuff." I was like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> it's actually at the top of my Christmas list right now. Is like kitchen stuff because mm. I have pretty much what i need but i also need a lot more too so that's not the top of my list the second thing is like i think i've mentioned this before but world instruments i kind of really want an urhu (laughs) which is this tiny stringed instrument there's two strings and a bow Mm -hmm. and like i don't play a lot of instruments like i learned guitar and ukulele and piano but i've never tried an instrument like that and i guess trombone i learned but I think it's a beautiful sound, the Urhu. Or I could use a kalimba slash imbira, which is a little finger piano. Or shamisen would be cool too. 
actually, I got a banjo one time for Christmas. Hey. Never really learned how to play it. Like, I mean, it's like a guitar, so I learned some things, but Ooh. I can't do the fast like bluegrass. Yeah, can't do it, that. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a banjo as well that I don't really know how to play. My guitar teacher one time said that you could just get a six string banjo, and I'm like, that sounds way easier than I don't have to like re like relearn a string instrument. But then I think I think a lot of traditional banjo tunes are in the original tuning, so I kind of want to be traditional. Mm-hmm with oh, my yeah. banjo playing and i already have a regular one so i may as well just learn how to play it right yeah <laughs> do you have it with you uh or no like... it's in my parents house yeah not my yeah. storage unit <laughs> <laughs> yeah same here i don't have a storage mm-hmm. unit so my parents house mm-hmm. it's just there <laughs> like i tried to do it a couple times and i can do like the beginning part of dueling banjos i can also play that on guitar not the fast part though, because you know that gets fast. Yeah, makes fast people look not fast, <laughs> real fast. <laughs> so yeah, oh. world instruments are on there. What else? Oh, shelves! I need shelves for this apartment. Like, I mean, Christmas lists are so different now. Like, I just need. Yes, I do need a shelf to like put on the wall, but also like a table that I can put my plants on, so they're not on the floor. You've seen my plants. Yeah. Some of them are they just sitting on the floor. I know. I need some sort of shelf. And I would love to like put it by a window and just set things on it. My dreams are a lot simpler now that I've grown up. Yeah. Like, I just want to have something to set things on. <laughs> that's that's all I want in life right well, now. That, that kind of stuff can be a game changer yeah. at this age. What else is on my Christmas list? Actually, I could pull it up. It's on my phone. I'll ask you for yours, but I'm going to open mine quick. Let's see. What does Mark want for Christmas? Because I want one of my listeners to give me this stuff. Oh, at the bottom of it, I have two things that relate to uh, this podcast specifically. I named off almost everything. So starting from the top, shelves, tables to put my plants and other stuff on. Kitchen stuff. World instruments. Whiskey. And then relating to this podcast, like specifically a recording microphone kind of like what you have mm-hmm. like you know a high quality microphone that just like stands by itself and then just higher quality headphones that's mostly for me listening to music like this headset that shout out to kevin gave to me this is real nice even for music but i also feel kind of weird because there's a microphone on it i feel <laughs> oh, like i have to be talking to it yeah, <laughs> if I was just walking around town, I mean, I have like the cheapest pair that I could find of headphones at Best Buy. They're just a couple of Sony's, but I would love some better ones like Beats or Skull Candies. I used to have Skull Candies. You yeah, Skull Candies. I'm unfriending you. <laughs> I had them. I had them before I met you. I think. Well, Sophomore okay. year of college, but then I stepped, I stepped on him one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I stepped on him and I was like, oh, no, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my Christmas list, though. Great. I mean, obviously other things, too. What's on your current Christmas list? Um, the only thing I really asked things. for, the only thing I asked for was a, um, a barbell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess I could expand it to work to work out gear in general, because I kind of want to like since I'm not really down to go to the gym right now and I 
because I'm also in between jobs and living situations, I don't want to commit to a um, mm-hmm. a gym membership for a year because then I uh, have to like that'd be a waste of money. Yeah, for my situation. So um, I want I want like home workout gear, like more of that, so that I can kind of like keep expanding my my thing work work like fitness has been a big thing for me this year so i'm kind of excited about it and yeah so that's pretty much what i want um yeah. i don't i don't really know like anything else i really want like i do want more music gear like it would be nice to have a pair of studio monitors like you know the speakers that people have on the desks so that, like you can play stuff out mm-hmm. and um like that's something that I've been missing for the past decade in my setup. Actually, like everybody oh. kind of needs those if you're going to be producing music, because then you can really hear everything. I mean, headphones are great, but that's not really efficient for proper like mixing and everything. So I kind of yeah. that's what I kind of want, and um, maybe maybe I should ask for those. <laughs> you're asking for it right now, people. You heard it here first. Matt and Mark's Christmas list. So. We'll, we'll drop our Amazon send it. list for you. <laughs> yeah, just send it on over, and mm-hmm. we'll be happy to do it. Give us a gift. We'll accept it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say that gift them something, but... Speaking of Amazon wish list, um, my school district of Rochester is doing a cool thing where, like, be a Santa for a senior, and where um, all the seniors in the high school, they, they like, you you pick you pick a name and then it takes you to the, like their Amazon wish list and like they, they picked an they picked an item or items that are within like twenty to thirty five dollars and then um you can purchase a, a thing for that senior so usually they do it with oh. the advisories like you kind of collect money from everybody and then you buy it but it wouldn't be efficient this year so it's just teachers doing it so mm-hmm. I did that I bought this dude um some workout clothes <laughs> okay yeah that's yeah. that's something that you need yeah like. Like pretty much like Under Armour. Oh yeah. So hope he enjoys it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's my Christmas list. <laughs> crazy. I know it got it, it got a lot less crazy as we grew up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah. any like specific toys that you used to have on your Christmas list? Um. No, not really. I guess I never really. Or in like your letter to Santa. I think it was always like (laughs) either um, video game related and then it became or movie related and -hmm. then it became music related. So. And um, that sounds about right. Oh, and one time I didn't even ask for for it, but then like they got me a, a new like a guitar amp. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Real another cool. big, big present that I still use to this day mm-hmm. that I probably will use for the rest of my life. It's super nice. It's a, a Fender um, Deluxe 3 Hot Rod, and it's a tube amp. And that's like, for those of you who know, that's a really nice sound. Like, you want a tube amp if you're going to be, be doing the thing, you know? <laughs> be doing the thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I like, I play a lot of blues rock and jazzy kind of stuff and yes. even like even the stuff that hip-hop uses like it it sounds better everything sounds better through a tube amp uh-huh. in my opinion. okay so yeah i don't even know what kind of amp i had because i had an electric i still have an electric guitar in my parents house hmm. and there's like this little amp the only thing about the amp is there's not a variety of effects on it if that makes sense yeah that is, yeah 
a okay in my book, but um, some people yeah, like just that. <laughs> yeah, it just has like one tone basically, and you can I think on the guitar there's a switch with like numbers where you can just make it a mellower sound. Okay. Like yeah, or you can Is make it... it more like tinny and harsh, or just like soft and mellow. Okay. But that's really all you can do, and it's not a large amp, but you know it. Hmm. It was kind of cool when I was when I was playing electric guitar. Hmm. Yeah, that, I couldn't really shred, probably, but <laughs> that's okay. That's probably a a solid state, solid state. There we go. The difference between those is that, um, like a solid state, it's just like the speaker, and that's pretty much it. But like, uh, yeah, the my guy has like these literal tubes that it um resonates through to get to the oh wow the speaker. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. It's super cool. Yeah, it makes the reverb really, 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 yeah, really pretty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. I got a robotic T-Rex once. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, it was like this little ro- ro- remote control type thing. I was like, I thought it was the coolest mm. thing because it was the coolest, the coolest thing. thing. It still is the coolest thing. Robot T-Rex. Robot T-Rex. <laughs> oh. OMG. Are you ready to move on from presents? Because I just looked sure. at my thing and was sure, like, why not? this is a, a big, important thing. But like Christmas f- foods and drinks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, we just did like. Well, I mean, the basic dinner would be like ham, mashed potatoes, and all that stuffing and whatnot. Yes, and then, yes um, about or it. Or dressing, as we call it. But um, and I already because... mentioned the spritz cookies. <laughs> yeah, because we're British, we have some British traditions. Like uh, we'd have the um, the Christmas pudding, which isn't actually isn't actually pudding. It's like a little like pastry, basically, and you soak. Yeah, kind of like kind of like figgy pudding. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. like that. Like they make so on the we... Great British Baking Show. Shout out to them. Yeah. yeah, so we'd like douse that in brandy and then light it on fire and then eat it. It's super good. Wow. Did you, yeah. did you eat it when it's still on fire? Yes. We're hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a flaming shot. <laughs> eat it fast. Douse it in brandy. I, I just bought my first bottle of brandy the other day because... Like most videos are suggesting that I put that in my eggnog or my mold wine. And I did last night when I made mold wine. So I guess brandy might be kind of a Christmassy thing. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I just never bought it before because it seems like the, the lame man's whiskey. Because <laughs> I know yeah. in Wisconsin, they love it here. Like when they make their old fashions, it's like, don't use whiskey, use brandy. It's like, no, I like my whiskey, <laughs> but maybe I'll maybe I'll try it with brandy someday. And I know that my mom sometimes has it; she'll have it around the house. So we'll see. Mm. But honestly, for food, I can't I can't really think of anything else besides the ham and classic ham and potatoes. Yeah. And well, my family, the Filipino side, makes this dish called pancit. But honestly, they make it for every occasion. Like anything special that's happening, they'll be like, "Oh, we'll make, we'll make ham and potatoes and pots it." 
or like at Christmas, it's like turkey and stuffing. And whoa, yeah, we should make pots too. And even at my graduation party, when I wanted like hamburgers and hot dogs, they're like, yeah, we'll make hamburgers and hot dogs. We could also make some Ponset. And Ponset is different from like all those things because it's kind of like a pasta dish, like using Asian noodles with mixed with a little bit of chicken and like celery and a couple other vegetables and this special kind of seasoning. And honestly, I never really ate it, <laughs> even to this day. But my Filipino side of the family absolutely loves it. Like, that's the most Filipino thing about my family is they always make ponset. Hmm. Maybe I should try it next time we make it. Yeah. Because I know we haven't had it for a while. Might as well go back to my roots. Try some ponset. But yeah, I guess ham is just the big thing. Sometimes even turkey again. Um, and then yeah, for Christmas drinks, like I, you know me, I just got into making cocktails. So I really enjoyed making my own eggnog. That was great. I almost made some tonight, but I didn't. And I don't know why. And I made my first mold wine last night. Now I have to think of that word all the time, so I don't say mold. <laughs> mold wine and honestly my house was still smelling like it throughout the day even after i washed my pan that i made it in i sniffed it and i was like dang that smells good because it's got like cinnamon and honey and wine and cinnamon sticks and brown sugar it's so good whatever i might as well just name the rest of the recipe so i heated up wine in a pan and you have to get like a ruby port that's the type of wine that you want and apparently the drier the wine, the better. But I don't know. I just got a ruby port that was like award winning, or at least it said it was on the bottle. I poured that whole bottle into a pan. And I heated it over medium heat. And then I put some nutmeg in there, some cinnamon, some cinnamon sticks, some honey, some brown sugar. And then I cut up my fruits. So I put in some slices of apple oranges and some pomegranate seeds and I put in more brown sugar and then I poured a little bit of brandy in there and then I might have put in even more brown sugar Hmm. and it was absolutely delicious so good and apparently you can like change up the recipe a little bit if you want to putting like different types of fruits or spices in there but it after drinking some more of it tonight, I realized like it really does taste like Christmas. Because whenever I was like looking up Christmas cocktails, they're like, oh, you should make mold wine. <laughs> okay, I'll make it. Even though it seems like kind of a process, totally worth it though. <laughs> and also don't like take my word for the recipe because I really eyeballed everything. Okay. Except I for the, of... for some reason, two tablespoons of honey. <laughs> and I just eyeballed everything else. I'm it's like, you go. I might try it because uh, we we do drink. That's pretty much what we drink is wine. On oh, Christmas, same. So I think that'll be the vibe. And maybe I'll make they they call it like a grog at the uh, um this one wine bar in Red Wing. It's like hot wine basically, but probably mm-hmm. like mold wine. But I want to yeah, probably wanna a version like, of it. Yeah, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Mm. They make it like at the bar. You said. Yeah, yeah. So Oliver's Wine Bar, which I think 
like everything in Red Wing, it might be going away soon unless they get new management. But um, oh. like it's not that it's not like they're going under. It's just that the manage the current managers want to move on to different things. So mm-hmm. I think they're still looking for new managers, and this is a terrible time to be doing that now. But they've been looking for a couple of years, so maybe they have already figured it out. But um, yeah. But it's a cute. It's like a really classy joint, and I really like going there. It's pretty much a, a staple for me, like at holiday stroll. So, yeah, hope they stick around. That sounds great. I don't think I've ever been to like a wine bar. It's a good I've, time. Yeah, I've heard like going to wine bars or just like wine country in general. Mm-hmm. It's just a real good time, and like throughout college, wine always just put me in such a happy mood. Like always. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, there's wine here. Okay, I guess I'm going to be happy tonight. <laughs> oh, good time. Shout out to, to Big Wine. <laughs> Shout out to Big Wine. <laughs> yeah. Big Wine from Fear Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Wine. <laughs> yeah, because that is, like, at Thanksgiving, that's also what we drank. Like, since I've started since I turned 21 and started drinking with my parents, it's usually just like a glass of wine around the holidays times. Whatever the holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pardon my yawning. <laughs> Pardon my yawning. Oh, I know. There's Tomorrow's Monday. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, it is Monday. Hmm. I need to stop thinking about that. Tomorrow's not okay. Monday. Let's deny it. Okay, we're denying that it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow's not Monday. Congratulations, everyone. Tomorrow's not Monday. And it probably <laughs> isn't. I mean, listeners have like a one in seven chance of it being Monday tomorrow. It's true. Who knows? I think most Ooh. people listen to this on a Monday, but um, yeah. So if if that is you, um, we sympathize with you listening on a Monday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But instead of thinking Monday, let's think about Christmas. This okay. Christmas. What uh? Do we have any other topics? Oh yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. Oh okay. Um, yeah, you were talking about like uh Red Wing and like your little holiday stroll, and we both lived in small towns as children, and we went to a bigger town. I can't say big city because we haven't lived in Minneapolis, but. We had a bigger town in Duluth. Were there any differences between small town Christmas and big town Christmas? Big town? I feel feel like like our differences are just like college in general too, though. For real. Yeah. I don't know. Duluth is like an odd, an oddity to me because like it's big, but it's kind of a small town feel, but there's a little bit more going on. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we have the holiday stroll parade. They have the star city of the North parade. And then, um, but they have Bentleyville, so that's a big difference. Yeah, I was going to say, don't forget the big one. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess the the touristy thing is kind of the the big difference for me there. And um, being able to, like, go out to all the the Christmas parties and the bars and everything. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I I could literally say that about Red Wing, though, too. So (laughs) Yeah, part Um, of it is just getting older. Yeah. And being around more people in our college towns but i guess that's also like there's more people there because true is true. chaffield smaller than red wing yes how many people live in red wing about seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. yep 
No, no, it's not. Yep. No, I think you're wrong. Well, okay, it's sixteen thousand. <laughs> okay, I, I still think you're wrong. Like, I don't think it breaks the four digits. Oh, it does. What? It's a big. It's kind that's, of a big place. For that's bigger than Chippewa Falls, I think. Chippewa Falls is somewhere around ten, I think. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, ten that's to twenty thousand. That's why Chippewa kind of reminds me a little bit of Red Wing. But wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I really do live in a small town of. We're we're almost up to three thousand, I think. Yeah, that's like Spooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in Chatfield, like they decorate Main Street, and I recently saw like the in the middle of City Park. There's this band shell, like not in the middle of it, but at the edge. But in City Park, there's this band shell, and they've put these cool blue lights around it and decorate some of the trees in town too. But it's mostly just a strip of Main Street and. That's Christmas. What else even is there? I I guess you just have to go to Rochester if you want to do Christmas things, like go to Mayo Clinic. (laughs) Or I guess (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they have like some sort of lighting display there in Rochester, but I don't really know that I've ever gone to it. Maybe when I was young, but I don't remember it. So I guess most of the Christmas stuff, I mean, in my life in general, is through choir and like through family. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much else I do. Like, hmm. there's something. I don't. I don't know if it's called Christmas Village because someone was like, "Christmas Village, what's that? You should go to Irvine." And I was like, "Oh, it's in Irvine." <laughs> like, oh, okay. But I think that's the big thing here in Chippewa, Eau Claire is the Irvine Park. So I'll check that out at some point. But yeah, besides that, it seems like the center, you you relate to this too, of our lives is just the music aspect of it. That's just why yeah. Christmas feels so different this year. Or just like hanging out at home. Like when I was, when we were in Duluth, I would always go hang out with Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. And like she would bake cookies, and then I just sit down and make funny comments and drink wine, and then she would do all the baking for me, and then we would <laughs> like watch a Christmas movie. That's oh, such that a good times. time. I remember getting home for uh, winter break last year, and um, December was holy cow! Like the last mm-hmm. two weeks were three really big concerts that I was the center of because. Um, we were opening the new performing arts center. So we had the uh, open house that I pretty much planned the whole performing aspect of and all those moving parts. And then, um, then the middle school concert and the high school concert. And then um, we had like a million pet band games those two weeks as well. Oh, and the, mm-hmm. the holiday parade. So I was dead tired. And so the next week I spent on my, uh, my old bed slash my bunk bed slash futon that I grew up sleeping on and mm-hmm. uh, played Pokemon Sword for an entire week in that bed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Chris. Week. Christmas is turning into just like chilling it's, at home it, after it, all the concerts are over. Sleep, really? <laughs> huh? It's your time to sleep, really. Yeah, that's what like all breaks are now. <laughs> <laughs> Even the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. 
mm-hmm. yeah, it feels so different not having, for me, the choir aspect of it. And or also just not, really. yeah. Because I've, since, at least for the last five years, I think, I've always had church choir, at least. So every Sunday we'd be singing some Advent hymns. And then around Christmas time, it's like, oh, yeah, we're singing Christmas music. Yeah. Woo! But now hmm. it's not really a thing. It's just my Spotify Christmas playlist and the radio. And I watch some Christmas movies on my own, trying to find some. Oh, my gosh. Oh. A couple nights ago, I started watching Jingle Jangle. And it's a Netflix movie. I'm sure it's hmm. great, but I got about 10 minutes in. And they did a song that sounded like it was straight out of This Is Me. Like, exact same style. I feel like it was the exact same song. Because I had just seen a commercial of This Is Me. like, And they were performing the song where it goes... Do you know what that song is? I have no idea what it's called. I don't even know any of the words. That's why I do the... What... And uh, 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 eyes wide open. <laughs> I'm driving fans of Greatest Showman like totally wild right now. <laughs> just having no idea what any of the words are. I just remember the melody. And during Jingle Jangle, it sounded like the exact same thing. Because I was home for Thanksgiving and I was watching a commercial and I was like, is this part of the movie I'm supposed to be watching? Because... That looks like Zac Efron, and that looks like Hugh Jackman, or whoever was in it. And it was like, this is me. Or no, I keep on saying this is me. Greatest Showman. And hopefully none of my middle schoolers are watching this, but I did not love that movie that much. Especially the music, Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. Yeah, after they did the song, I like turned it off, and I started watching the Always Sunny Christmas episode. (laughs) But like the I song also went on for like five like, minutes and it was early in the movie and I didn't know who anyone was yet. So I just like switched away from it. Sorry if you like Jingle Jangle and I just complained about it for like five minutes. Well, Maybe it's a good movie. That's what I did with my, my eighth grade choir. I forgot, totally forgot about this concert because I might have blocked it from my memory. But <laughs> <laughs> um, we did a, a Million Dreams and it was like a it was a good send off. They liked it. They all knew it, so they belted it. So we had mm-hmm. that was a good ending of the show for us. But oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Middle school kids love the music in that show it's in Greatest true. Showman. It's true, and it's one of the few things that I just don't really like. Like I've really tried. Like I tried to do this as me with my students, and then we got quarantined. And then I brought it back for the next concert. And now we're doing it virtually. And I'm like, we don't have time to do this. Sorry. And now I'm going to bring it back again this next spring. <laughs> hopefully, so we can hopefully actually do it. Because I had just finished auditioning solos when they told me, like, you're going virtual. It's like, oh, shoot, we can't do this as me now. Like, I have my reasons. And they were like, no. And they kept on asking me who got the solo. And I finally just told them, like, yeah, it's going to be this person and this person. Like, because they just blew me away, those two students. Wow. You're in seventh grade. It wasn't like this big, huge voice, but it, it just had an absolutely beautiful tone. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for these people to be seniors. 
But yeah, Jingle Jangle just... Maybe it's a good movie. Maybe I should give it another chance. Or I should watch the same things over and over. My personal tradition has become Elf. In college some years, I think I watched it like 20 times throughout the Christmas season. But I love Elf. <laughs> it's so good. I might watch it tonight. Let's see. I'm trying to think of other Christmas movies now. There's Elf. What are some other classics? Christmas Vacation. Oh, shout out to Brandon. <laughs> Just because I think of Brandon. Because Brandon is Clark Griswold. It's great. And yes. he also loves that movie so much. <laughs> I, I believe that. Um, Home Alone. Home Alone. I just watched that this weekend. Actually, uh-huh. I think on Friday night. I just watched it. Because there's also a sideways video called like Why Home Alone is one of the best soundtracks, Christmas soundtracks ever. And it was real good because I found out. Okay, so in Home Alone, you know where he's talking to the old serial killer in the church and there's a choir concert going on? Yeah. Where Kevin's talking to the guy that they think is a serial killer. There's a choir concert going on. And I just found out that... What's the first song they sing? Is it Carol of the Bells? No. Oh, Holy Night's the first song. And then while they're talking, the concert is still like happening, which is extremely rude. Good Lord. But they just talk right on through it. But one of the songs, like in the middle, because they end with Carol of the Bells, I think. But there's a song in the middle that is actually an original by John Williams. Oh my god. Do you know that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I was like, oh, really? I love that. (laughs) Yeah, and of course, it's John Williams, so it's an amazing soundtrack and very well thought out. It's like, oh, Mm. wow. Oh, man, that movie is good. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I was glad that it came out on Disney Plus and I watched it. Mm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say it again. Love actually. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that movie. But it was on Netflix a while ago. But now it's not. Bummer. I don't think it is. What's your favorite storyline from Love Actually? Um. Oh my gosh. There's that's a tough. There's story. so many good ones. Well, there's so many in general. But <laughs> yeah, there's just so many. <laughs> I think the um. Um. Oh, the actor who's not with us anymore that plays Snape. Um, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. His yeah. storyline is probably my favorite. Ooh, yeah, um, it's an emotional one. Yeah, and the way, like, I don't know, like, it just it kind of has a vibe. And then the other lady who, like, um, she, you know, the one with the brother who's like in the the hospital all the time he mm-hmm. like her little storyline with her little love thing like i felt i really felt that one for her like that was that was tough and yeah. uh yeah and then <laughs> colin <laughs> and colin okay <laughs> well, that's then, just so um, different yeah i mean i just and, love that there's so many different ones i know you got yeah. the prime minister you've got the um the married couple which is Kieran knightley and with the the dude Mark, and then with oh Mark. my gosh, I forgot about the one, the Portuguese one. Yeah. The oh, that's one. that's like one of the biggest ones. Yeah. I think that's the best one, honestly. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Well, I think my favorite is one that you haven't named yet. Um, the one with Liam Neeson and his son. Oh yeah, the little boy. That was that so was sweet, that, just because he's know. a kid. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. 
And then, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, Liam Neeson is laughing at him, and he's like, oh, is that it? And then, <laughs> yeah. face, like, what could be t- more, what could be worse than the agonizing, the agony of love, or whatever the I quote know. is. Retweet. I know. I think that one's great. It's just so cute. But I also love that after, spoiler alert, like, Liam Neeson's wife dies. I mean, it's the beginning of the movie, so maybe it's not that much of a spoiler. Not at all. But, like, after the funeral, like, it just shows his connection with his son, like, growing. Because he's like, I'm in love. And so he's, like, living vicariously through, like, little little Liam Neeson. Yeah. And also, can we just acknowledge Liam Neeson in, a, like, a romance comedy? <laughs> <laughs> in a romantic comedy, I know. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what else was I going to say? So, that that little kid, mm-hmm. um, you know what he's in now, right? Yes and no. Big... Oh, hmm well, I know he, I'm pretty sure he was in Maze Runner, right? Oh, yeah, he was in that, yeah. But what else? But there's a really big thing on Netflix that he's in right now. I don't know if you've seen it. Saw it with Kevin, though. A oh, little no, show about chess called The Queen's oh. Gambit. Oh, he's... Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that was him. Like, you haven't seen it, have you? No. No, okay, never, never mind. But your listeners, like... <laughs> I think that dude is in Queen's Gambit. I think I saw that oh. on the interwebs. That's so cool. I love that. It actually is really cool. It's like, oh, he's like kind of an adult now. Because <laughs> hmm. I guess that movie did come out a while ago. Hmm. Yeah. I did like, I kind of liked the governor one. But I also recently watched a video about like the toxic takeaways of Love Actually. Because... Yeah, sorry, a couple Governor? of them. What? Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Sorry. <laughs> Why did I say Governor? I'm not sure. <laughs> the Prime Minister. <laughs> but yeah, I did watch something about like the toxic takeaways, and that was one of them. That, I mean, he fired his employee because he had feelings for her, and it's like, oh yeah, that's probably not a good thing for the workplace. Oh, sure. I don't know. It was also, a really like... interesting video too. I, yeah, because they I get deeply the, analyze it. I see yeah. their point. I think the, I think what he did was semi-appropriate because, um, you know, like with like with any in work environment, like a relationship can be tricky, especially when it's like an imbalance of power. So I think, that's yeah, that's a big thing. I think that move might have might have been the uh, the right move for him to let her go because you know, like if they really were to bring that into fruition, you know, that'd be that would make all kinds of complications. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Remember at the end when I love how this is just turning into like a review of love actually. <laughs> Remember when it, like the prime minister is looking for Natalie at the end and he's like knocking on everyone's door. Yes. And then there's a kid that's like, Oh, it's Carol Singers, and then the government yeah. the prime minister starts singing, Good King Wences, that's looked out, and he's like looking at his security guard. 
And then he just starts singing with this giant voice, like, on the feast of Stephen. Yeah, he's like, whoa. Big, this big Welsh choir voice. Oh, I love right that now. part. There's so many that's funny my, moments in that that's movie. That's literally what I thought about when you were talking about going caroling with your students. <laughs> <laughs> Good King Wenceslas. Yeah, we don't even we don't even sing that carol here in America. Because I took a Not quiz on... Yeah, not really. I took a quiz on Classic FM. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like, can you recognize these Christmas carols by the first couple of notes? And it just gave like the very beginning. But then one of them was just middle C to F, like, mm-hmm, da-da. And the options a were <laughs> away in a manger. Well, they give you options. Away in a manger, I saw three ships or like two other songs. But then the British version of Away in the Manger is different than our American version because they do the Away in a Manger. But then I clicked on I Saw Three Ships because it's I Saw Away. They're the same thing. It's like I got it wrong and I was so mad. Like, I know my Christmas carols. Don't you dare give me eight out of ten. There's (laughs) another one I didn't know either. It's like I was right. Like, I Saw Three Ships starts with So Do. I saw three ships. My students did that last year. I know it. <laughs> okay. Write an angry letter, Mark. <sighs> Write an angry letter to FM classic FM. Right now, we have issues. <laughs> but also, I do love a lot of your content. So shout out to you. Except yeah, for your job. Christmas quiz. Mm-hmm. Your pasta and composer one is my favorite. <laughs> I, I always play that on the first day of general music class. <laughs> pasta or composer. <laughs> But I also like um, opera or cheese. Yes. One of them is just called the nose. <laughs> I actually can't remember whether it was cheese or an opera. I think it might have been a cheese. The mm. nose. Hmm. Mm. No. All right. So Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm not at all where I saw this podcast going. I talked a lot tonight. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's that's why people tune in. Yeah. Team Mark. Mark. Yes. <laughs> Let's just take a second to appreciate me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah, Christmas is is great. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I've actually had a Christmas scene on my Christmas fireplace on my TV this whole time. Mm. Not the I Ron have- Swanson one, but. I've been looking at my uh, my other monitor that's blank right now. That's my backdrop. Oh, you should have turned on the blizzard. Oh, I should driving through a blizzard. Yeah, but I'm still I'm so afraid to like do anything else while we're recording because of all the issues we've been having. So we've been having so many issues lately. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 so like I'm feeling good about how tonight will go. That we will have no issues. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, so we better quit while we're ahead. But oh. yeah, we better. Yeah, it's gonna be like fun. one of those always sunny in Philadelphia episodes where they're like, where Max like, I'm gonna save my dad. Then the title of the episode is Mac kills his dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. like we're gonna have no issues. And then the title card comes up, like Mark and Matt have issues with their podcast. <laughs> on that note, oh <laughs> yep. um, well, thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us rant about Christmas and all our traditions and the cool things that we do and get. 
Um, <laughs> um, yeah, check us out on Instagram and Facebook, the Matt and Mark podcast. Let us know what your traditions are. Uh-huh. And um, and yeah, that, that's all I got. How about you, Mark? That's we're getting better at our outro. Yeah, go team. That was pretty good. That was a solid outro. Thank you. Wow. I feel so good about myself now. No, me too. <laughs> good. Just, yeah, good. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, and happy holidays. And happy holidays, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. I would love to explore like all the other holidays that happen around this time. I'm becoming a worldly fellow. Good. We yeah. should do more of that. So, yes, happy holidays. That's one another reason why I like home for the holidays. It's like, it's you can put it at like any season. Yeah. Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. All right. So, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your trips to Pennsylvania and some homemade pumpkin pie, everyone. Yeah. And your mold wine. And your mold wine. <laughs> your moldy wine. <laughs> Shout out to Zach. Um, <laughs> not that Zach, but the other Zach with the actual moldy wine. Oh, oh, okay. There, uh, the uh, another Zach. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so, oh, it's Zach. Oh, that's Zach. Okay, yeah. Zach with a K. Yeah, he 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 opened his wine bottle and the uh, the cork was covered in mold. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember so, you. That's not a vibe. Saying that. Um, no. Yeah. We were knee deep in gaming, so I doubt you would remember, but that's okay. No, I do remember it actually. Yeah, that's good. But, that's good. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Yeah. Oh, um, so on yeah. that moldy note, yes, enjoy note. your delicious eggnog as well. Yes, if you don't like um, eggnog, well, enjoy whatever Christmas food and drinks that you yeah. enjoy. Yes, enjoy your drinks and food and company, or lack thereof. And um, <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. All right, there's a good solid note. Yay, we did it. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>